Who's that Wilson? big tall dude? Wilson? No. Not Wilson? No, Wilson was on that movie with uh, Tom Hanks. No. And, and my hair got screwed up in the chicken wing. We might have <laughs> maxed out the heat here. Look at the heat. Who is it, Mark Barbario? Mark, Mark Barbario's on the on end tonight. And go. <laughs> okay. You need to come in tonight and really have your top guns ablazing. Maybe hat tricks all around. <laughs> It's, a, it's an early morning and we're in the it's same early, clothes. But we may have to jump frog them in order to get into that place. <laughs> Is it leapfrog? <laughs> okay, this is it. We see uh, a lot of moving buttons and uh, took a while, but this is, uh, this is our first episode of Sideways in a Hurry, Riker. Uh, two dudes that don't know very much about technology, which is something yeah and we don't know if uh you know we have a lot of fun on tv i don't know how that translates to radio <laughs> this might be horrible we're gonna find out real quick here i'm sure we'll get a few listeners early on that be like yeah it's no good this is terrible <laughs> but other people might be like well we got to hang on for a bit and, and see what these idiots want to talk about you know what's funny about a podcast is have you ever listened to a podcast yeah i've, I've listened to spit and chiclets that's pretty entertaining right, we can't go that far south they, i mean if you could cuss yeah or be completely honest. I mean, that's HBO stuff. I mean, yeah. We'd be picked up by some national podcast. But company. we're not. Uh, we belong to a, a certain company. So we <laughs> have true. some rules we have to abide by here. I uh, just want to explain to everybody where we are and, and what day it is. So it is Wednesday. I came down to Riker's Liquor Store. Sobo Liquors, which we might well there, little Sobo Liquors pump. There you go. I do it enough on Twitter. Everybody I know knows you do. that. I know you do. You might want to actually talk some hockey. People just think you're a liquor store owner yes uh, i am i know you are and, and a liquor store drinker you are. okay enough about <laughs> okay. drinking oh that's enough it. about that'll be the last time we talk about yes. drinking okay uh but we are down at sobo liquors it's wednesday morning uh like i said we figured out a way to, to set this thing up the abs will take on the nashville predators tonight uh we'll get more into hockey in just a second but i think we got to deal with the with the elephant in the room which is you're an American citizen. Yeah, okay. I thought you were going to go with the uh, Ottawa players and <laughs> no, Uber. We'll get to that too. So, uh, yeah, it took 10 years, became an American citizen, went and uh, to the ceremony. And at the time that I'm in my ceremony, people may not know this. I don't know if you know this. I don't. So I'm in my ceremony, and I, uh, I own a commercial property down 11th and Broadway. And they were doing some work on the 4-inch fire main. Had to flip over a backflow valve. So as I'm in the middle, literally, of my hand up in the ceremony, I got 400 gallons a minute pouring <laughs> into the basement of the Metlo because some old valve was not put on right and blew off this four-inch main pipe, and they couldn't turn it off for 17 minutes. So I'm getting pictures. My phone is blown up. I got tenants uh, wondering why the water's off because they had to shut the water off at the city main. We thought we were going to have to kill the power to the building because it was climbing up into the electrical room, so 8,000 gallons of water later, I'm sworn in as an American citizen. And you and, got problems. And rushing down to my Olympic-sized swimming pool <laughs> basement. I, I think I had 50 text messages as I'm up there pledging yeah. my oath to America. That's, so it was a wild ride, and that, I couldn't leave. I could just go up and leave. Well, two things. You're not allowed to be on your phone when you're getting sworn in. Right? I was. Well, well I was texting. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> when you're taking the oath to the country, they like you to pay attention. If you look at my picture I posted on Twitter, see my face? Yeah. See how rattled I am? There was some panic. I'm rattled because I'm realizing that I got a whole flooded basement. So we welcomed you to America with a serious issue on your new business. Unbelievably serious issue. So I spent the rest of the day down there mopping up, cleaning. I'm still mopping up. Hey, you know, you, you asked me some questions if I knew the answers to these questions because 
you, these are things you have to know for the test. Yes. And I got to be honest, I don't think a lot of Americans would know the answers to these questions. Nobody does. Uh, you know, it's tough. Who's the chief justice uh, of the Supreme Court? Who knows? It's, I mean, how many people know that? Two, three out of ten? I didn't know it till I studied. And what's his name? John Roberts. Okay, just I'm just glad sure I you. still remember that two weeks later. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, congratulations. Yeah. Welcome to America. We'd love to have you. Thank you. I got one more question for you. Yeah. So I see all these people lined up at the polls. Right. That's Well, I voted on Monday, and there was like 25 booths to choose from. Right. So why does everybody wait till Tuesday? I have no idea. I voted two weeks ago. Well, because you did the mail-in ballot, right? But why wouldn't you do that? Well, I didn't qualify for the mail-in ballot. Next year, I will. I did. I wasn't a citizen in time. Right. But I look at all these great lines of people, and I'm thinking, is nobody 1% intelligent to go right. a couple days before? Right. Are they only option it, on that one day or what? It's like National Donut Day. But yeah. you can get donuts any day of the week. I but guess people choose to go get a cream-filled donut on Donut Day. Okay, I got you. Yeah. It's America's... Yeah, deal to procrastinate, yeah. like taxes, well, do it the last and day. And it's also a thing. Like you, you stand there, you want to talk to people about how you're going to vote, why you're going to vote. I mean, I think it's a, it's like they, it's like a thing. It's like the Fourth of July, you know. Either way, I'm surprised. Voting was so ridiculously yeah. simple for me, and everybody makes a big deal out of it. It's easy. If you don't vote, you kind of suck. Right, and I think yeah. that just means you're lazy. Well, and it's the worst kind of vote. No vote is a yeah. sucky vote. Yeah, right? regardless of what you you believe in, go vote for it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay, so let's get into, uh, by the way, this show, uh, we don't know what we're going to talk about. There, we have no format. We have nothing written down. We have lots of juice right now. We do have There's lots, lots of, juice. of juicy topics. Yes. Um, I want to start with uh, the, the one that just happened in Ottawa, and I feel very passionate about it um, at first. Okay, so here's what happened. A couple of players, I think it was three or four players. Seven. Oh, was there more in the back? Oh, it was a full load, oh, baby. Oh, because I can only see four. It was like the biggest minivan you've ever seen. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's two more in the back. Well, from the view, it was dark, right? So you could see the, the defenseman in front, and then you could see Matt Duchesne and a couple of the other players. So uh, the whole deal is is they, they were in this Uber, which, let me point out, is the right thing to do. You know, if you're a bunch of players, you're going to go have dinner, take an Uber. That's the, the smart thing. Have to some do. juice at dinner. There you go. Um, so they're taking this Uber, they're talking yakety yak, and they, they mentioned some coaches' names, they mentioned some problems on the power play and the penalty kill and issues inside the organization. It's pretty personal talk. Well, what this cat does, not only does he record the audio, he records the video and then releases it to everyone. And apparently he did it on YouTube a while ago and they took it off YouTube and Facebook and said, no, no. And the team had already dealt with it. Now it comes into the public eye. It's released by TMZ and Barstool Sports. And everyone's in uproar. So my question to you, Riker, is there, your first reaction when you saw this, was it, oh, boy, or was it, wow, what a jerk? I mean, where, 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 where were you? I was, uh, whoopsie, this could be, this could be career-altering. Then I listened to what they were talking about. And when you're ripping on coaches – and just having generic conversations about not paying attention for three weeks, which he doesn't really mean that. It just means he's kind of zoned out, but he's paying attention. I can't remember the player that said that. I don't think that was Dutchie. Yes, but it was. It was Dutchie said yeah, that? Yeah. But either way, I think they got off so lucky, and they got off so easy. Uh, we've all been in locker rooms. I've heard conversation that's that times one million that could really affect guys going down who knows what road. This is a great lesson learned by Every single 
athlete, every single media person, every single human, you almost have to talk as though we're on a podcast. But do you think, and everybody's but, listening but, all the right, time. Okay, but let, let me ask you this. If yeah. I'm an athlete, football, baseball, hockey right now, am I freaked out to get in an Uber? Uh, no, you're not freaked out to get in an Uber. Just talk about the, the weather and traffic. You cannot have private conversations anymore in any public place. If you do, it's like we're on the mic, buddy. I know, but doesn't Always that bug on the you? mic. I know. Okay, but doesn't that bug you? You know what I think about when I talk about this? Peter McNabb played in the greatest era ever. Right, think about that. Because nothing was recorded, taped, seen, this. Nobody knew where anybody was at any time. It was a free existence. Today, everything is camera. Heck, we're in this liquor store, Kyle. Right. Sobel Liquors. Ah, I got five cameras on us right now. <laughs> right. So I can just go over there and grab a, uh, some I got all diff- I got all these different angles of you just in this store. Plus, as you walk outside, enter your car. I got cameras on that. I got cameras on my home. Right. I'm sure you do, too. The doorbell cameras... It's just society well, today, man. Hey, hey, it's just like what we do every night, okay? We do the pregame. We do the intermission. We do the postgame. We forget all the time that we're wearing a live mic. I know. Now, there was there was a – I'm going to take a sideways here for a little bit. Sideways. Is this Swedish? Yeah. I like, could call them sideways. Right. But, okay, so we were we were at Pepsi Center, right? Yep. And we, and someone in Sweden had, had heard us during break. And it was something with the with the National Hockey League and the TV, and I don't know what happened, but they could hear us during the break. Clear as day. Now we weren't saying anything bad, but they they had written to us on Twitter that hey, just an FYI, yeah, we're listening to every word you're saying. Because sometimes we do drop, we used to drop the odd f bomb because you think when the camera's gone, you know, you just talk freely. Right. But all of a sudden they're getting our full intermission feed, even when we're not, we don't even think we're on camera. Right. In Sweden, and right. then they're texting us about it, and we're right. going. How they know that? Well, they nipped that in the butt. Yeah, <laughs> but that was they did. So, I mean, what did you think about the okay, whole scenario? So, so here's the thing. My initial reaction was, oh God. I mean, the the disaster in Ottawa just got worse. I mean, it, I mean, just blah blah blah. They won seven three, by the way, last I night. I know. I know. Maybe know. maybe the coach did suck. <laughs> Should have been told that face to face. Maybe they're taking an Uber tonight, just ripping on every, <laughs> ripping on their family. But that was my initial reaction, and then I started to get mad. I started to get mad at the Uber driver because, like I put out on Twitter, I said, look, imagine you and three of your buddies are playing golf, 18 holes, and you're I having love that. beers, right? You're just you're, you're being yourself. That's what you do. We talk about guys we work with. We talk about teams. We talk about players. We talk about politics. If, any, if the caddy recorded that four-hour conversation and released it, you would all be fired and ostracized from the earth and... That's what human beings do. They talk about other people, good or bad. Did you say ostracized? I think it's ostracized. <laughs> so, either way, so let's get down to this. So you want to know what I call you behind your back? Yeah. So when you're not there. Is it sore loser? No, no. Diva. Oh, God, why? I say Kiefer's a diva. Because Sometimes when you're in diva mode, it's tough. We just got to shut down, just let you do your thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're like, well, oh, oh, if Kyle's in diva mode on studio, folks, we're in trouble. Everybody's got to quiet down because he's hot. Usually there's a couple errors, mistakes, right. whatever. I just like, hot. you know, touch of Terrell Owens. I like it right. Yeah, I, I know like you do. I like it right. And, and, and there's something, you know what I, you know, you know about you? Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, there are certain times that you come in and clearly you're not in a good mood. <laughs> oh, really? I yeah, didn't like, know that. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, remember when you couldn't get your, uh, your new toys to work on your Telestrator? Oh, when we did the upload. Yeah. And lost all of my, yeah. all of my trip. tools were gone. Right. Oh, yeah, I called and lost it. You're yeah, right. You called yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. And had they recorded your conversation, you would have 
there yeah. would have been some bad badness. Well, I hope they did, actually. <laughs> they can record that and send her all the way to the top. I think it's fair to say that both of us, when, when, you, when you're in one, it's like, okay, I know to keep 10 feet distance from this cat right now. It's like, this, is like a mar- this is like a marriage. Yeah. When you're hot, I leave you alone. When I'm hot, you leave me alone. Right. I guess that's why I've been together for so many years. Yeah. Uh, well, how many years is it, by the way? Eleven. Eleven years. Yeah. Did the guy just come in here and turn on the heater? Uh, no. Or am I going through menopause? No, my uh, my GM though he came in and we got the heat set about sixty five, but you're wearing a sweater. That's true. Well, I mean it is winter. So to so close up the uh, Uber thought. By the way, Uber is a massive sponsor of the Ottawa Senators. I don't know if they just signed Are a they? new deal with them. So they were all over the Senators arenas true? last night. True is a, you'll see it on Twitter. Oh. So it's like Uber thanks you and let Uber take you to your next deal at Ottawa Senators. Uh, this is all going to wash under the rug, I think. No issue, no problem, not going to affect anybody's career because nobody rips players harder than GMs and coaches in meetings, and nobody rips coaches harder than players hanging out. It's just the nature of the business. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. But lucky that it was left at that. Well, Nothing th- personal came out which was important. To say a coach sucks, big deal. That's everywhere in every sport all the time. Same as a player. Hey, we've watched the hours many years. We've said... My God, does that guy suck? I'm not going to name some names. They're not on this team anymore. Right. But so, let me ask you this. Let me ask yeah. you this. If, if somebody gave you the opportunity to know what was going on in a conversation on the other side of the room, and clearly you were the topic, would you want to know what they were talking about? You know, my immediate answer is no. Right. Because I don't care. Well, well, now hang on. Are you saying you don't care? Or what if you knew that they were like, oh, he's a jerk, and then he's a loudmouth, and he thinks this, blah, 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 blah. You know, the one take I have on life is the second you quit worrying about what people think about you, life gets real fun. Well, and point. at some point down the way, that hit me. I don't know when. Who cares what other people think? It does, does not matter. No. Well, I, just, I just care what Twitter thinks. <laughs> right, everyone. <laughs> Right. God, you're you're a little no, I'm messing with 10, you. Oh my hey, God. ten thousand one now. Hey, ten look, one. I know. So I just real quick, I had reached ten thousand followers on. Not that I even care, but it's a for Riker. It was a main thing because he he had had me. I had, for years I had Riker like by a ton. Yeah. And then he got in a fight with Darren. I called out Darren Pang. I called him a homer, and I jumped you by three. Oh my God. But then you started following the Broncos and doing stuff way outside of the Avalanche. You just took off. I can't catch you now. Well, I'm you 200 can't. behind you, I think. Well, then your little deal with becoming an American. Really coming an American was big. I had like yeah. 3,000. I didn't know it was going to hit people that. Well, we love our country. Yeah, so do I. Okay, I know. It was just cool to see the. Uh, it's cool to see the love, man. It's an amazing country. Um, okay, the other big news in the National Hockey League is Joel Quenville and the reason. Coach Q, I man. Mean, you you played for him, and I, we'll let you kind of go off on a tangent here. But I also was around Coach Q for a lot of years, and. I think what I appreciate most about him is that everybody around him that played for him or worked for him loved him. And the only, you know, I'll get away from the personal stories, but the one that I like to share with people is what he did for the Blackhawks when they'd come for Denver, come to Denver and have a day off. Do you remember that? When he, no. Okay. Where are you going with this? Well, he would take them down to your favorite little place. Oh, Campus Lounge. Campus oh, okay, Lounge. okay. I didn't know if that's where you were going. Yeah. I thought you had another deal. And, and he would say, you know, he would tell the guys, you know, watch sports. We're all going to be together. This is the this is the uh, the establishment, I'll call it. And they'd watch sports, and they'd be together as a team, and then they'd shut it down, and they'd go back to the hotel, and that was their deal. But I love that he did that in a, in a you know, it, it wasn't the nicest place, Riker. It wasn't like you're, you're – fine dining down at Shanahan's or anything, but he took the team there. It was a sort of a tradition, and I think the players, at least from my perspective, you tell me, I thought they loved him, respected him, but they were scared of him. Uh, he respected Coach Quenville. You know, he's, uh, 
you know, how do you put Joel in a nutshell? Jim Wistie and him were real tight, real good friends. Jim Wistie owned the Campus Lounge. Jim was my good friend. Jim passed away last year. And so the Blackhawks had a game that night. Uh, Coach Quenville, I believe it was John Miller, who is the, the Miller family, is the big uh, donation family for the DU Hockey Locker Room, jumped on his plane, came down to catch the funeral at 11.30 that day, and then jumped back on the plane to coach the Blackhawks that night. So that's the kind of guy Joel is. He's a man's man. He's a handshake guy. I don't know of anybody that actually doesn't like him. Yeah. He's just so well-loved and respected. And it's got to be tough for Patrick Kane and Taze and Seabrook to see a friend go like that. I mean, that's got to be tough. You're talking three Stanley Cups, two conference finals. That's a lot of success. But if you, if you read Twitter, the truth is you got Kelly Chase, Tyson Nash, you name it. It's up to Joel. What, what does Coach Quenville want to do? Enjoy the holidays and get another job? Does he want to take two years off? Does he want to get a new job tomorrow? You, you don't know. Some guys, when they get rolling that many years, we talk, they can't turn it off. Right. They want to keep coaching. But I don't know if there's a, uh, a team that would say no to him, except for Denver. Right. We love Coach Bednar. But uh, let me say this. He's got the opportunity to catch Scotty Bowman. I know. For the most wins of any coach in NHL history. And he, he's not far. Well, let's look at teams of interest. What about Seattle? Oh, boy. Is, is that something that he want to go to? Or does he need to, you know, who's struggling? L.A. Kings, the Oilers, the Edmonton Oilers, right? Dynamic young team. Remember, the L.A. Kings have called it now. Here's what you got to remember. When he took over Chicago, that team was in a, a spiral. And Matt Walker, my real good buddy, was playing for Chicago at that time. And Dennis Savard was the coach. And everybody, every talented, loaded with it, but just didn't have direction. Joel literally came in there. I have Matt Walker telling me this. The entire dynamic of the organization changed the second he walked in the locker room. Just came, hey, boys, how you doing? Joe Quinn for here. Be on the ice 15 minutes. All right, let's go. Gets out there, does his practices, runs the same drills almost all the time, expects perfection, but he's, you give him perfection, he'll give you as much leeway as you want, and next thing you know, they're perennial cup champs. So Joel can change the entire chemistry of a team with his presence. And you can't tell me that he doesn't want another opportunity at that. Well, I'll just tell you that the look that he used, depending on his mood, oh, it's the he best. would come out. Let's just say that, you know, the team had lost. This I'm talking back in the Avalanche days. But the team had lost and uh, maybe a couple in a row, and we'd always get the coach's interview, and he would come out with that. Yeah. Both eyebrows are basically oh. touching his lips. You know, he's, he's, he's mad. Oh. And you'd look and you'd go, hey, coach, do you, do you like hockey? <laughs> I mean, you, you, he would peer into you with those, those fiery eyes, and you're like, oh, I just don't want to make this guy mad right now. So I'm playing with Tyler Arneson, myself. The greatest interview of all The time. greatest interview. <laughs> Tyler. Hey, Tyler. Tyler hey, You just had two goals there in the first period. I mean, that was awesome. Tell me about how that developed. Yeah. It's cool. Arnie, Tyler Arneson, just trying to keep his hair and everything. What an amazing talent, right? Stay calling in the phone booth. So him and I, and was it Ben Gite? I'm, I can't remember who we were playing with. We were third line at the time. So we'd been scored on three games in a row, but none. we knew it wasn't our fault. It was defensive lapses, but it didn't matter. We're as a team. So Joel comes over to us after pregame skate, and uh, he goes, Arnie Rikes. So we come on over. We'll just call Geets. Benny Gite, get over here. He goes, guys. I'm like, yeah, coach. He goes, don't get effing scored on tonight. And then he skates away. <laughs> Let me tell you this. 
We dumped that puck into perfection. We were defensive stalwarts. Even Tyler Arneson was working his tail off in the defensive zone, which didn't happen, right? Did you get scored on? Heck no. We didn't come close. I don't think they got a shot against us. But we got the message. That was the kind of way that Coach Q could uh, work players. He knows how to work each guy's personality. Coaching is a true talent. You can't just work hard at it and be good. You got to know how to work your players from your stars to your fourth line grinders. Well, that's awesome. So obviously we we hope for the best for Coach Q. I think he lands where you know wherever he wants. He's that kind of talent, and people around the National Hockey League respect him. Um, little last talk since uh, yeah, we may as well talk about our right. team, right? Eh? Uh, but that's what we're going to do on this show. We're going to talk about hot topics around the National Hockey League. We might also talk about road rage or things that we got into in the morning or last night or whatever. By the way, did you see that I got my Christmas lights up? I, November the 4th, I believe. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Tell me what the neighbors think. Yeah. you got a tight neighborhood there. Yeah. So yeah. they've had to shut the blinds on their windows now yeah. if the bedrooms are up front yeah. there. What time do they go off? Are you on a timer? What time is the timer Well, no, off? I've only had them on one night. But I, I'll tell you what, when I had them on the first night, and it is a little Clark W. Griswold. I <laughs> no, it's not a on. little. It's pure. The, the lights in my house go when I turn them on. When you on. turn them on. Yes. Are, you probably still got old. Are you all LEDs or do you got some old oh, energy no, no, suckers no, there? No, 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 no. Well, you got some power suckers? No, these are all state-of-the-art. Okay, state top of end, high I end. I got icicles that blink. And I see things that. that are going to patterns and just all kinds of things. But I did have two neighbors that came up to me, the guy on my left and the guy on his left, and both of them were just like, you know, you're not really uh, helping anyone. Yeah, right. This. You're making all the boys look bad. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also trying to establish to the rest of the neighborhood that this cul-de-sac that we live in, yeah. we will celebrate. And you will be part of this. And if you're not, you will look like an idiot if you're the only dark house in the thing, right? Yeah. No. So if you haven't seen it, you got to go to Kyle's Twitter page right now and just watch the, the light show because it's yeah. incredible. Well, thank you. It's Clark W. Griswold, but a lot of people say that right. and don't mean it. Yeah. You're not far off of it. Well, I don't know if you stapled things to shingles, the, but you're pretty close. I did. You did? I did. No, you oh, did. I swear to God. With a legitimate staple gun. With a staple gun. And it, when's the last time you used a staple gun? I mean, it makes you feel like a cowboy. I only use a stapler for pages. Oh, I've, no. I don't remember the last time no. I used a staple gun. So I'm using like double-sided sticky tape. I'll tell you what. It's a wonderful tool to walk around. So you stapled your shingles. Any chance that might leak? I don't know. And, I, come on. You're kidding me. I don't think so. Well, the staple's only this deep. But I'll tell you what. Oh, only when eight, I went, just so you know, folks, he puts up his hands like an he puts up an inch. So he's only got inch long staples in his shingles for his lights. You got to go check out these lights if you haven't seen them, or just drive by. But I'll tell you what I did do. That'd be creepy on purpose. Yeah, I left the staple gun in my back pocket when I went to Ace, so that I get respect from the dudes. In no there. way, yeah. you would do that. Hey guys, uh, in addition to fixing uh, the water heater and a number of things in my uh, what is that? Hey, you know what's you funny? Turn off your phone in, in, the in of eight in eight eleven years on TV. I've never had my phone go off in my pocket. And first podcast, yeah, but it's too far over there. The cord do you doesn't want me to reach. Tell you who it is? No, it doesn't matter. It's better oh, if you it's don't. A real person. Is it a real person? Yes. We're good. It'll shut off. Um, okay, let's talk about the ads real quick. We got about uh, seven, eight minutes. Um, your impressions, Riker, through what are we through? 15, 14, 15 games. What do you think? Just awesome. And I've been vocal from the start that this team is awesome. After the home opener, you knew they had the depth. You knew they had everything it takes to easily be a playoff team. Last couple games, I bet even they don't know kind of what happened. You don't allow. I think it was 25 goals through 12 games. 24. 24 through 12. And then 13 in two games. Right. I just chalk it up to an anomaly. Uh, a little quirk in the season, too, having those back-to-back -back games and the days off before and after. Everybody was a little bit off. I I'm just blown away at how awesome this team is. We need to maintain our secondary scoring level. We need to get a healthy Tyson Jost back. We need to get a healthy JT Confer back. 
But overall, I'm pumped. What about you? Well, let me just talk about that last road trip that you're referring to because it isn't. Look, the schedule is weird. You, you, you play an, an obscene amount of games in October. Then all of a sudden you got four days off. And they send you into Calgary to play a back-to-back with Calgary-Vancouver. Now, at the time, Calgary was one back of Vancouver for the lead in the Pacific. And then you got Vancouver and that Elias Pettersson who, oh, my God, can that kid play. Phenomenal. He is going to be – he looks like a baby Sedin. Yep. If Henrik and uh, Daniel adopted a baby, it would be <laughs> it would Elias Pettersson. I mean, he looks like him. He's skinny like him. He's, he can, the things he sees, he's going to be a player. That being said – 23 or 24 goals between the four teams, between the, what is it? How many teams would that be? Three Between the three teams, Calgary, Vancouver. Yep. 23 goals in two games. Was it disappointing that they lost both? They lost one in, in uh, OT, but yeah, it was, it was disappointing. But man, I everywhere I go in Denver, everyone says the same thing to me. They are fun to watch. They are up and down, and they're, they're basically in every single hockey game. What else do you want? Nothing. Right? I mean, we want to win. We get that. But I think a lot of owners, this is my own little conspiracy theory, I think the owners are hiring GMs and telling their GMs to be like, don't play a boring brand of hockey. And then the GMs are telling the coaches, I don't want you playing a defensive brand of hockey. We're in the entertainment business. And I think you're seeing scoring up because who really wants to see a one nothing 2-1 game? Some of them are very good. But if that's your goal, man, it's just boring to watch. We want goals, goals, goals. That's what we're getting. That's what people want to go to the rank for. Yeah, we had a few too many against. We should have won both games, to be honest with yeah. you. However, highly entertaining. I'm chalking it up to an anomaly. The game tonight's NBC, and that'll be interesting to see how the abs respond there. That's a big game. But now, what are we, another four days off? Uh, no, it's not four. You play Friday against... No, uh, but I mean four days uh, since our last game. Yeah, so it's weird. that's goofy. So almost in this game, you can't predict what's going to happen right. there either. I don't know. The well, players hate it, but how about this, Cal? You got 30 teams. 31? Yeah. 31 teams. And you got to work around NBA schedules, NHL schedules, all these things, and concerts and everything in arena. You think it's easy to create a season schedule? Every team's got some goofy weeks in there, man. There's just no way I around it. I wondered how they did that. Is there like a dude that he goes, you know what? I'm going to start with the Penguins. <laughs> no. I'm going to get the Penguins schedule done first. There's got to be a schmalgorithm. Right. I like, uh, like a schmedium. Like a schmedium and a schmalgorithm. And they just throw all the available dates of all the teams into this deal, and it just pops out a bunch of schedules and they got to look it over to make sure no, 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 nothing's too you crazy. Worry about, you got to worry about concerts. You got to worry about rodeos and cows and chickens. Oh, it's wild. Cause remember in. Chicago, don't they go on the road for two weeks, start of every January. Cause the circus comes to town. Isn't that really? right? I don't know. The yeah. They have a t- every year they have a two week break in Chicago. Hey coach Q, give us a call. Let us know about that. Is it Barnum and Bailey? Cause that's gone. Uh, Barnum and Bailey no. Toast. Yeah, no, it's some other circus. So they go on their 10 day road trip. So there's that out. And every team's going to have a goofy quirk like that. Mm. It's, it's not personal. It's just business. I would really like to meet that, the guy that does the schedules. Because what does he do in the offseason? Is he already preparing, or is he just like in Maui, like put, just pouring on the Gotta be. It has to be a computer system. They plug the, the, mm. into the teams. Like war games. And then, stuff. you know, you can't go back-to-back-to-back games in the NHL, only back-to-back, and there's certain rules and certain things you can't do. Would you, know. you like to play a game? Do you know that movie? No, I don't know war what you're games. talking about. Oh. No, I forgot that you're like 20. Sometimes. Uh, okay, so um, anything else? I mean, this is a, so where, where are we at right now? We're at uh, 26 minutes. We did pretty good considering that I'm sweating in a sweater and we're in a liquor store at 830 in the morning. Yeah, hey, thanks for coming down here. Yeah. Normally we're going to do this before our games, but uh, Captain Kyle over here forgot we were on NBC tonight, so he had to fly down here and get this yeah. all done, first podcast. And 
I know it feels fun. 30 some minutes went real fast. I might have to re-listen to it to see if it was entertaining. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if it was entertaining or good. Mm-hmm. Um, some good stories, though. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're very insightful. Um, what, here's what I'd like to do, Riker. For those of you that do listen to this or will listen to it for the first time, I want feedback. Me too. I want people to tweet at us both and say, hey, that was one of the worst podcasts I've ever heard. Yeah, this is right? entertaining to me. I want to get the feedback too. Let us know. Yeah. Yay, nay, awesome, or just absolute horse patootie. Right. You know, which one is it? Well, and you know, the other thing is we're both so nasally that yeah. this could sound like two guys with the flu, you know, just talking. I'm over here just sniffing off Mike. Right. Because it's the morning though. We're just getting jacked on coffee and yeah. here we go. So here's what I want to do. Open it up on Twitter. What are you? At Mark Rycroft? At Rycroft Mark. At Rycroft Mark. I'm at Kyle Keith TV. Yep. Open it up. We, if, you, if you've got something horrible to say, I'll take it. I might even like it, retweet it, whatever. Yeah, or I might go fall into a deep, dark depression. Yeah, I kind of like the horrible as well as the good. good it's yeah. just people being honest is a good thing, yeah. man. And if you've made it this far into the podcast, yeah. ooh, yeah. ooh <laughs> let us know how far you made it, too. Uh, but I want to open it up to topics. So we're going to do this once every two weeks. Good idea. Give and us some ideas. Yeah, if there are things, not just in hockey, but in life that you want us to... To talk about, we will talk about it, and I think that's the way it should be. Plus, if you're really good and you spread the word, I, I'm not opposed to bringing somebody in, be part of our podcast. Are you? I got no issue that you know LG and uh, Moj. Let me jump in on there. Is that fan appreciation night there? It was in the that one penalty box? I was over in the side there. It was a great I heard time. A bunch of people complain about that one. Good that you were maybe a little over the top and nasally. You know, it's only a bad thing if people don't complain. That's good. Because then they don't care. That is So good. complain away, folks. There you go. Okay, so we are uh, sideways in a hurry. We'll be coming to you uh, every couple of weeks on the World Wide Web. I don't, what do they put this on, Twitter or podcast? I was hoping or? you'd tell me, buddy. I know. Well, here's the other thing. <laughs> I have to somehow export this. Have you ever exported anything? No. I mean, I've, I've taken like, uh, like tequila from Mexico back home, but that's the only exporting I've ever done. Man, you're on your own on this one. You set this baby up, and I'm impressed with you and everything else. Much like when we're on air together, you're always on your own. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, he's not the best wingman in the league for nothing. That's it. Good luck, Kyle. Okay, there you go. First episode of Sideways in a Hurry is now complete. We love you. Well, most of you we love. The rest of you, we sort of just love you.